Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. It is the Odd Couple. I'm Chris. He's Rob. We're live from the TireRack.com studios. And shortly after our show, the podcast of the Odd Couple will go up. So if you've missed any of today's show, just be sure to check out the pod. All you do is search Odd Couple wherever you get your podcast, And be sure to also follow, rate, and review the podcast. Again, just search Odd Couple wherever you get your podcast. And you'll see today's show posted right after we get off the air. Of course, spread the word, family, friends, loved ones, adversaries, co-workers, neighbors, churchgoers, whoever it may be, spread the word about the odd couple. We got Mike Sando, friend of the show, senior NFL wow. writer for The Athletic. We always mix it up with Mike. Yes, host of the Football GM Podcast. It'll be great to have him join us, uh, which he'll do in about 30 minutes. All right, Rob, um, The Athletic ran a poll, of a unanimous poll, of course, of executives around the league about this weekend's uh, games. And all of them unanimously, it was only seven of them, but they picked the Chiefs and the Cowboys to advance, which I don't think is any surprise whatsoever. Um, But I want to ask you this, of the two teams – Chiefs and Cowboys, those are um, obviously two, you know, favorite teams. Which one do you think is more likely 
to lose. I, I told you before. I mean, it was a precursor, but I think it's Kansas City. I think Dallas is a different team in Dallas. I get it, Chris. They've lost in the postseason at home. They've had some issues. I, I, I just Green Bay was nine and eight, right? Nine and eight. Yes. I just think Dallas is better than Green Bay. I, I really do. Um, and you I don't expect, think Kansas City's better than Miami? Yeah, but I think Kansas City on paper might be, but I'm not so sure about on the field. And what they I mean by, you know what I mean? Like on, on paper, you just look at what they've they beat, done. They beat Miami. No, I get that. When they played. I get that. But I just don't think they're, would they also lose five of their last seven? You know what I mean? Like they're trending downward They They me. went five and five over the last half Ten? of the season. Yeah. yeah. They're trending down to me. That that's a Patrick Mahomes is on a team that's five and five. How? I mean, I just that's what's scary about it is that it's so unlike anything that we've seen during the Patrick Mahomes uh, era, and that's the scary part. Um, I, I just I can't see the Cowboys losing at home to Jordan Love and the Packers if they do. Uh, Mike McCarthy's fired. I, I just, I, I believe that. I'm not even jo- no, joking. I think, I, I think believe he would be fired. I think there's two. I mean, and there may they're be not more, three but, point favorites, Chris, which is what you normally are as a seven, home team. Right. They're seven point favorites. Now, look, they're clearly better than Green Bay. If they lose this game, it would be an upset of huge proportions, and I it think would it would, especially Rob with. Bill Belichick, who, okay, maybe Jerry wouldn't work with him. I don't know. If I was Jerry, I'd look at him hard and be willing to give up some things to get him. And Mike Vrabel, too, who I think is a good coach. So you have two good coaches out there. And um, and not to mention Dan Quinn. There's talk that, you know, he, he could be in line if something happens to McCarthy. And if they lose to Green Bay at home, where they've won 16 straight, that, that's where what they've I'm saying. averaged like over 35 points a game. Chris, their and numbers Green, are ridiculous no, there. At home, they're crazy. And Green Bay, is their defense is vulnerable. The defense gives up a ton in the middle of the field, Rob, between the numbers as far as passing. And that's where Dak eats. That's where Dak and CeeDee Lamb eat. So they should go out and win this game. To me, Rob, the way for Green Bay to win, and and it's going to be ironically similar for Miami in my in my in my eyes, but Green Bay has to run the ball with Aaron Jones, who has been tremendous the last three weeks. He's been over a hundred yards each of the last three weeks, averaging I think five or certainly five, if not six yards a carry or about in between that, five and a half yards of carry in that stretch. And as well as Jordan Love's been playing, Rob, I would try to really run the ball down the the Cowboys' throats. They are vulnerable against the run. So run the ball. You count on Jordan Love to make some big plays when needed. On third down. But run so you can eat up the clock. Eat up time of possession. Limit Dallas's possessions. Now, you have to stop Dak on a few of them, but limit the possessions. And if it's a close game, then maybe Dallas with Mike McCarthy doesn't manage the clock well or Dak may make a mistake. So I just think that's the formula that Green Bay has to try to follow to win. But I'm with you. I think Dallas wins this. Now, 
I'm where we disagree is you you've got Miami beating the Chiefs. And um here's the problem for Miami. You mentioned the Chiefs having, you know, not the greatest season. I mean, yeah, relatively speaking to what they usually do, but the Dolphins, I would argue, have had a worse season than the Chiefs. Because the Dolphins have gone one in five against playoff teams. The Dolphins have the high scoring Dolphins, Rob, average 29 points a game. Guess what they average against playoff teams? 17. They they doing all that damage against the weak sisters of the league. They're not doing that against the, the really top teams. And and then you put the weather on top of that, where Tua, who, you know, we know is a warm weather guy, Rob. He's 0-5 in his coldest starts, and this will probably be his coldest one. In those starts, five touchdowns, seven picks. The team itself has lost 10 straight games when they play in weather that's under 40 degrees. Like, see, they are see, not is- a good, a cold-weather team, understandably, but they're not. And, and they're run again, I think they have to try to run the ball, but they're kind of a finesse run team, not a power run team. Uh, this is, I guess, I guess my 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 issue is did Tua play in those ten games that they played? You know, like I understand the last time they played in that. Well, weather. what about the five? Forget no, the but 10. I'm just I'm, I'm just saying, like like he played. You know, we could look at that, and they're. I, I'm telling you that I believe the reason that the Chiefs will lose will be because of the Chiefs. The Chiefs won't make the plays that need to be made. They haven't been making them consistently. I don't believe they're just going to flip a switch and this is going to be playoff mode activated. I just don't. I really. I, I, I agree. I, I think but it'll I don't be think, about the. I don't I think, think it'll Miami's be about the Chiefs. Good. No, but I just think it'll be I mean, about the Chiefs. I look, and, I think it's possible. I'm not taking it without outside of the realm of possibility. But to me, but, but there's the question very little was, reason to believe Miami's going to win this game. Yeah, I'm saying because the Chiefs are inconsistent. Because the Chiefs have had a disappointing season. And this would cap their season of, of, of inconsistencies and, and sloppy play and turnovers and drop balls. Like, like that's what I'm looking at, Chris. <laughs> Excuse me. Is it a force it? Is it they're just going to turn it off? Like, okay, it's the playoffs. Now but we what about now Miami? We I mean, you, you no, Miami's because- got to beat them. What is it about Miami that you think they'll be able to do to beat the Chiefs? Tyreek think- Hill has been kept under wraps against the top teams. Yeah, but I but I they also, know how to guard I, him as well as anybody. But I also think just like people didn't think that Lamar could ever win a playoff game after he lost his first two or three. I mean, that, no, that, I'm just saying. I don't know but just said he can never win a playoff game. Well, people were like, oh, wow, but he's 0-3 or whatever. And, and well, 0-2 or whatever, and he won. He was 0-2. And at some point, you're going to break through. And it's going to be – but I, I'm giving you the reasons. Miami plays a regular game, but it's going to be like drop balls, turnovers. You remember Tyrese when uh, – Tyrese dropped a lot of passes too. But – but you remember when they lost? What was the last that game where they gave up two defensive touchdowns, Chris, in seven seconds? Like they've had the, the Chiefs. Remember, Mahomes yeah, had a yeah, fumble yeah. and then a pick. That six. was um, that was seven was seconds. Indy. No, I think it was uh, who they uh, Raiders. The Raiders. You remember that? Right, the, Ra- Raiders. the Raiders beat them, Chris, 
where they didn't even complete a pass for the last three quarters of the game. What? So you think it, they just go? You, my, I, I hear you. Look, I mean, I, that was I that game was Mahomes, in Kansas City. That but game I was wouldn't in, mind them losing. I just don't see them losing to Miami. This game to Miami, because um, I just don't. Miami has struggled when they've played the good teams. Now, granted, Kansas City only beat them by a touchdown, uh, but Miami has not been able to score big points against the top teams. And their defense, Rob, they're injured. Their top three edge rushers, led, of course, by Bradley Chubb, are out. Xavier Howard is out. Um, I just think that defense is banged up. The defense wasn't awesome to begin with, but it's banged up. So are they going to be able to put pressure on Mahomes? They, if Mahomes has struggled this year against pressure. Will they be able to put pressure on him, though? So I, I wouldn't mind you being right because for my day job, first things first, it, it would be kind of fun. Uh, Nick Nick Wright being, being from Kansas City. Right. Oh, yeah. I but would be. Um, as much as I love Mahomes, that would be a fun show. But uh, I just – I I don't want to – like I said, I'm giving them a slim chance. But I don't think I, – I don't think there's much reason to pick them. No, but I just get the Raiders beat them in Kansas City, Chris, where the quarterback didn't even complete a pass. I'm just saying that kind of play you would have never seen. There's no way a quarterback could beat Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City where he doesn't complete a pass for three quarters. I mean, like, like that's why I'm saying it's going to be Kansas City. You know, sometimes you'd say, Chris, did Miami win or did Kansas City lose? Kansas City's going to lose is is my reason for picking Miami. All right. There it is. Let's throw it out to the listeners. 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. We're measuring up these games between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Miami Dolphins in the AFC and the Dallas Cowboys and the Green Bay Packers. In the NFC, what are your thoughts on these games? Which team, if any, do you think is likely to be upset? It's the Odd Couple, Chris and Rob, Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, we're Cavino and Rich. Fox Sports Radio every day, 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern. But here's the thing. We never have enough time to get to everything we want to get to. And that's why we have a brand new podcast called Overpromised. You see, we're having so much fun in our two-hour show, we never get to everything. Honestly, because this guy oh, is overpromising things we never have time for. Yeah, you blubber lips. Blaming me. Well, you know what? It's called Overpromise. You should be good at it because you've been overpromising women for years. Well, it's a Cavino and Rich after show, and we want you to be a part of it. We're going to be talking sports, of course, but we're also going to talk life and relationships. And if Rich and I are arguing about something or we didn't have enough time, it will continue on our after show called Overpromised. Well, if you don't get enough, Kavino and Rich, make sure you check out Overpromised and also Uncensored, by the way. So maybe we'll go at it even a little harder. It's going to be the best after show podcast of all time. There you go. Overpromising. And remember, you could see it on YouTube, but definitely join us. Listen to Overpromised with Kavino and Rich on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. 
<sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my! Look at that! He is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, it's the Odd Couple live from the TireRack.com studios. And did you know? That Discover wants everyone to feel special. That's why with your Discover card, you've got 24-hour-a-day, seven-day-a-week access to customer service as well as $0 fraud liability, which means you will never be held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card limitations do indeed apply. 877-99 on Fox, 877-996. 63-69, we're talking Chiefs versus Dolphins, Cowboys versus Packers. Your thoughts. All right, let's kick it off with uh, Ty in Connecticut. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What's up, Ty? Uh, uh, hey, uh, how you guys doing? Parker, I can't stand you. But that being said, uh, listen, Andy Reid allowed Cheetah to walk out the door and those chickens are coming to roost. This guy is such a phenomenal receiver. When you see him running away from players, keep in mind, these guys are NFL players that he's running away from. Right. And to let talent just walk out and not really counter Miami, this might be the time that those chickens come to roost. Although Patrick Mahomes, as magic as he is, you do not let generational talent like Tyree... Just walk out the door and then I mean, there's no consequences. That, 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 I, I, 
I'm with you. I, I think, look, they take, I said they take for earlier granted. this year they're going to regret that trade, and I was laughed to scorn because, oh, they won the Super Bowl. True, true. They won the Super Bowl without Tyreek. But if they fall flat on their faces this year, then they're going to regret it. They, man, can you imagine Tyreek Hill with the Chiefs this year, Rob? Their defense is better than ever. Their run game is solid. You got Mahomes. It, that, that's their only issue is their receivers. They're wide receivers. So he changes all that. But we'll see. No doubt. Uh, the coach in Nashville, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What's up, coach? Gentlemen, what's up? How are you? How are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. Just driving home from work. And let me tell you, I'm, uh, you, you know, essentially – in this game with the Chiefs and Dolphins, you got two mediocre teams, honestly. I mean, the Chiefs win the AFC West like they always do because you have three other teams that just aren't that good ever. And this year in particular, they almost win it by default with how poor the Chargers and other teams are. Right, right. They get in. They get in, so they get the home game. And then you got the Dolphins that last Sunday night could not do what they needed to do at home, beat the Buffalo Bills. Yep. Uh, and so, you know, two mediocre teams coming in, and it's going to be freezing freaking cold. I saw the pictures already today. It's going to be brutal. It's going to be 20 below zero is what they're projecting in terms of a wind chill. So the, the Chiefs are probably going to win the game because the Chiefs have the better coach and the Chiefs have the running game, which they'll need. You know, so – but. So I the, think Chiefs the Chiefs don't run the game. ball that great. They got a they? good run game, though. Pacheco is a monster. Yeah, Pacheco's good. I mean, he's and Hammers he's, he's going okay. to fit well in a cold weather game. I think yep. the way he runs, right. he's low to the ground. It's cold. It's hard to tackle. So he'll do well. But I do want to say this, and I talked to you guys a week or two ago about this. Is then, and, and I got a question for you because I don't have it in front of me. I'm driving, but the the Ravens will play the lowest seed remaining after this weekend, and I don't know who that could be, but whoever that could be is going to have a chance to beat the Ravens until the Ravens prove, especially Lamar Jackson. I know you guys don't like to hear it, but he's still going to have to prove as a number one seed or whatever seed that they can win a playoff game, well, of right? Course, they, they, Look, he's he's won a playoff game. He's already I don't won think a it's going to be a cakewalk. I mean, they've blown out tons of great teams. and I mean, San Francisco, Detroit. At the time, Jacksonville was pretty good right. when they blew them out. Like they've blown out and beaten all the good teams, but they've had they've lost games in their division. Cleveland, Rob, look, I'm picking the Ravens. Cleveland would not be a cakewalk for them, but I, but Cleveland I do beat them. But I do want to go back to Pacheco. Chris is 18th as a run. Uh, you, that boy, I'm just giving hard. you. He's 18th in the league, and that and, don't surprise me. And, that he's and Miami, and Miami's the number one running team in the NFL. I'm just trying to. If we, if you want to talk about, it, it's going to be a running game. Then I'm going to. But pick we're Miami. talking about the way they run. Pacheco is a power runner, even though he's not that big. He runs like, like he's angry. And Mostert, Miami's run game is great, and I think that's their path, Rob. They got to try to run the ball. And maybe that'll open up some things for Tyreek uh, and Waddle. But so I think they do have a great run game, but it's more of a finesse game. It's more of a game where they run because they got light boxes because everybody's worried about Tyreek and stuff like that. And you know we'll see. I mean, but they, those are good running backs. But don't you can't belittle Pacheco and Edwards Hilaire. like those dudes. I'm were just hard. giving you the number of places. Yeah, no, I know, I know. 
All right, uh, uh, Michael, Michael in North Carolina, you're on the Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio. What's up, Michael? Hey, gentlemen, good evening. How are you? Uh, yep. I'm doing great. Happy Friday. Here's my take on the two, on the Cowboys and uh, Chiefs winning. I think the Chiefs are going to manhandle the Dolphins. I'm going to predict they're not. They're going to pitch a shutout. I don't think Miami will even score in that cold. I think wow. Kansas City will dominate time of possession. I think they're going to run the ball with Pacheco. I agree with the previous caller. I think Mahomes will make some plays to Kelsey and maybe that guy Rice. <clears throat> but I just think that uh, Tua is going to fold like a cheap tent. All right, and I- all right, all right. So it's just obvious. I mean, you got your uh, Patrick Mahomes jersey on. No, uh, let him talk. I mean, Tua, Rob, the, the numbers a, back up yeah, what he's saying. I'm, Tua I'm, ain't I'm, doing nothing in cold weather yeah, but or against but, good but teams. But there, there, there still comes a point where, well, where so you, I can say the same thing about the Chiefs. There comes a point this year where they's going to click. Yeah, but there I mean, comes I'm just a, saying, there, let there, him get comes his a, I mean, but but. Uh, the cliches, he's going to fold like a cheap suit and he can't play and they had the number one running game and I don't know how they scored 70 points and I don't know how the Raiders... Rob, we're going to discount, teams, we're going to discount the Raiders points. winning a game in Kansas City against with, with no completion. Tennessee beat, Tennessee beat, uh, beat Miami. I mean, come on. It's just... It's, it, he wasn't saying nothing crazy. They the they the freaking defending champs. Sa- to me, they gotta knock them out before somebody gonna believe they're gonna like lose. He sounded like a Chiefs fan. That's all. He it's might fine. be, he but that's be. all right. He sounded like a Chiefs fan. All right, it's the odd couple, Chris and Rob, our friend Mike Sando around the corner. But first, Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. and within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Our next guest it has become a friend of the show. He's a senior NFL writer for The Athletic, Love host to mix of the it up. Football GM podcast. Isn't that the same one with Randy Mueller? That's football the one. GM? Yes, yes. yes. Our man, Mike Sando. Mike, Mike, how are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. Great well, to I'm have sure you, you are as excited as we are about the playoffs. But before we get to that, let's look. We saw Lamar Jackson, first team all pro, unanimous, or 45 of the 50 votes. So that begs the question. We, I think you agree that he's going to win the MVP. Do you think it'll be unanimous uh, for Lamar Jackson? That he'll be unanimous MVP? Yes. Uh, I have no idea. Um, I would guess that maybe someone would give a vote for someone else. I, I just don't know, though. I really have no idea. Well, I don't talk to the other voters. I'm one of the voters. I voted for Lamar. So Right. What, why you did know, you vote no. for Lamar? Like, uh, I struggled Mike, with Mike, it, Mike. Mike, did you? Yeah, I want to ask yeah. Lamar and who. Yeah, I struggled. Um, struggled kind of between him and Dak. Uh, I didn't know what to do with Josh Allen because they were so up and down and all over the place. But his production, statistically, you know, is probably better than some of those. Just okay. uh, so I, I struggled with it because I I didn't feel like there was an obvious one, uh, and you know, the Ravens at the end of the day really win on defense a lot. You know, if you compare Lamar's production this year to when he won the MVP before, it's not even close. You know, it's right. it's it's not – he didn't have a season that you'd look at normally in a normal year and go, oh, my gosh, that's the MVP. But – But what – let me, let me, let me stop. Well. Okay. They, they, they have won – it's not like they're winning six to nothing or ten to three. And when they beat the good teams, like you say you struggle with Dak – 
The reason Mike I had a problem with Dak is that he didn't really beat anybody. He struggled against Detroit. the, the yeah. good teams and and um, beat up on a lot of cupcakes, which is fine. They're on the schedule. But Lamar, they were 7-1 and one against the playoff teams. They beat all those teams. Every win was by two touchdowns or more. And the biggest game to me of the year, that to me, that solidified everything was watching them on that Christmas night. Um, yeah. And, and in that game, was that a Me too. Okay, I was going to say. I mean, that, that, that made me feel okay enough to do it. I, what I'm saying is there wasn't a lot of times over the past, you know, at least 10 years, there's been somebody who had 55 touchdown passes, you know, just some year where you're right. like, oh, you know what, this guy's it. Yeah. I think you could make cases for a lot of different guys. And, you know, we're so much at that position. We do, you know, look at the numbers. I didn't feel like he stood out from a numbers standpoint. And I do understand how they win the games. He He's good, but they're dominant on defense, by far number one. And yeah. they won a bunch of their games on defense. Now, here's and you the could, day. Like, really, just think of this. What's the difference between the Ravens and the Browns this year? Lamar. Right, but what did they win, two more games? Yeah, but Lamar's yeah. impact to me is way bigger. I just the way I, I agree. I voted yeah. for him as the MVP. Yeah, but let me ask you this though: they, who you did that they would be a eleven win team with yeah. with a average quarterback because of the defense? So it's hard to say the value was like he was carrying them, right? That's what yeah, I'm saying. I, yeah, I, I, the one thing that is is not surprising because of the uh, the All Pro voting and and the way it went through down is that you didn't mention Brock Purdy. You talked about numbers and looking at numbers, yeah. and he shattered all kinds of numbers. Nobody has and, – and, and Lamar's dominance in the All-Pro tells you where it fits in because of the numbers for Brock Purdy compared to Lamar. Why is that? Why didn't you yeah. – when you even mentioned your Super Bowl, I mean your uh, MVP, you said Dak. You didn't even mention Brock Purdy. Why, Mike? Yeah, so that what hurts Brock Purdy is so he comes in as the last pick in the draft, so no one thinks he's good. Then we know that Garoppolo had great numbers there with with them with that offense, right? If you look at the top statistical quarterbacks, like for the last six seven years, like it's going to be like Rodgers and you know Mahomes and and Brady and, and and then Rivers was in there, and then it's going to be Jimmy. Okay, so we know that that's the system, right? I mean, we don't we don't think Jimmy's one of those guys, so that works against him. Then he has the one, he had a couple bad games, but the really bad game late in the year allowed everybody to go, oh, yep, you know what? This debate over is it his sporting cast, all that? Yep, he was exposed. Yep, and I don't know if that's totally fair, but I think we do look at Lamar Jackson and realize that he's doing something different, <laughs> right, than Brock right. Purdy, just through the, you know, I mean, shoot, you have to take into account his rushing yards, too. He, When I made the case for Lamar, I'm like, he is the leading passer and leading rusher for a team that's well inside the top 10 offenses in the league. Right. So we can just stop right there, you know, and, and I think the team winning component, like, that's a hard one for Josh Allen, who was sitting there, you know, without as good of a record. Um, but I do think having a great season as a team does count for something, even though we know that the team, you know, obviously he's playing with a great defense and, and you know, probably would have won 10 games anyway if they just had someone else playing, right? Mike, let me ask you this. Let's go to obviously Bill Belichick retiring uh, yesterday. Do 
there's talk of, you know, obviously you got the seven openings out there. None of them are really great teams. Chargers could be good probably, but, um, and then you've got Philadelphia and even Dallas and Buffalo teams that are really good that are in the playoffs. Do you think any of those coaches, should they lose, you know, in week one of the playoffs, that any of those coaches could be in trouble because their owner's saying, well, Bill Belichick is the guy to get us over the hump? Yes, or just just in general, it may not even be Belichick related. I think for I think for I'd just put it this way: there's probably a final score that could do it, right? If let's just say one of those teams lost huge, right? Then you get these owners who own the team; they don't report to anybody. They can do anything. Look at David Tepper throwing his drink, right? I mean, yep. that's the extreme end of it. So, if you as an owner get humiliated. And you've already had some question marks. Like, to me, Philly's had some question marks this year. They, they lose too much of their staff. I think they're going to bring back Nick Sirianni. But what if if Tampa rolled them, right? Yep. Yeah. I mean, what's Jess Lurie and Howie Roseman do? Uh, I think they might do a fuller reassessment of where they're at. They got rid of Doug Peterson. He'd won the Super Bowl, right? He Right. Uh, you would think that would have gotten him uh... – Ten years, right? To win Ten a Super years, Bowl. a lot right. of guys, you win that Super Bowl. So, you know, that's a place that I think Philly, for better and for worse, is active. They're in it. They're making moves, right? They're always trading. They react, too. Yep. Like, hey, it's not going good. All of a sudden, Sean decides not calling the defense. We're going to Matt Patricia in Week 16. You're going, what? <laughs> I just got here. <laughs> and I think, you know, I think you would think Mike McCarthy would be okay. Uh, I think he's got Dak Prescott. He gets some of the credit, right? Dak's playing better than ever. If they lose to Green Bay, though, that, I think he could get fired. I mean, they... yeah, well, yeah. And what are your other options? You don't know. Does he, like you said, does does Jerry love Belichick? Does he is he kind of itching to put Quinn in that role? Is there somebody that he really likes? I do think he's comfortable though with. With McCarthy, and I think for Jerry, being comfortable is a big part of this. He likes his guys. Yeah, no, no, no doubt about it. We were talking a little bit too, Mike. I just Kansas City's been so inconsistent. Just, I just don't feel good about them. I don't think they'll be able to just flip the switch. I'm picking Miami in an upset in that wow. game. I am, and I, I just saw like the Raiders game really bothered me. Um, you know, they gave up two defensive mm-hmm. touchdowns in seven seconds. Uh, the Raiders didn't even complete a pass for three quarters in Kansas City and won a game. And then, you know, the drops that we've seen all year. Uh, what what happens uh, if they do lose? Uh, what, what, would they, yeah. what would happen in Kansas City? Well, I think even if they win, they're clearly addressing that wide receiver position, right? That's going to be a big focus right? of this yeah. thing. Now, they have if to. they lose... If they lose, I mean, maybe they just address it even more, right? Remember when they got kind of lost the Super Bowl to Tampa and their offensive line was overwhelmed? What they do? They're in the middle of everything. They got all these yep. offensive linemen, free agency. They're drafting guys, right? So I think that already has to be done, and they have to, you know, also realize that Travis Kelsey is not going to play forever and not going to be dominant forever. I think this year he's been banged up, but you have to be questioning in the back of your mind, right? Is he going to be able to carry it? He, he kind of didn't this year as much as. As before, and maybe needs some help around him. So I think that's going to be uh, the focus for them either way. 
maybe just with a little bit more emphaticness, right, if it is a game. Mike, are they taking Patrick Mahomes for granted? Because when he signed that first contract, remember it was about, hey, take less money and we'll keep the team together and we're going to win. And then all of a sudden they start taking pieces away and not paying other guys. Uh, You know, I mean, if I'm Patrick Mahomes, and I know they redid his contract and gave him more money and all that, but I, I would be a little disturbed by that. I don't think you waste a guy of his talent. I know, but he's he's the only guy. We may have talked about this before. Of all these championship-winning quarterbacks, you know, who's been able to do it without? He didn't even have to have a good defense, and he could carry it. He didn't even have to have a good ankle, and he could carry it. So I think there was reason to believe that Patrick Mahomes could make everything be okay. Uh, you know, you know, to an, to an extent, and really, they brought back a lot of the guys they had last year at receiver, right? Valdez Scantling was in there. They at least some everybody but they, Juju, they, everybody, right? But Juju, they, right. yeah, they drew Juju, but they but then they used a second round pick. I mean, I think we were all saying before the year, you know, hey, it's not the best group, but I don't think people before the year were going like, oh my gosh, they're going to have absolute. They're not going to be able to score, right? Or they're they're just going to be. I think everybody still had him in the Super Bowl, and so they did too. I don't fault them too much for it because of what Mahomes been able to do. He's always been able to make it right. All right, Mike. Great stuff as Thanks, always, Mike. man. Enjoy the games this weekend. Thank you. Hey, you too. Thanks. All right, more I couple coming your way. Keep it locked. Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. 
basically everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right. It is the I couple. Wow. Alex Tice, you're definitely in those crates. I'm Dusty. We're live from the TireRack.com studios. And Rob, there was other news uh, outside of the NFL. We know that uh, in addition to Bill Belichick, in fact, before Belichick did it, um, Nick Saban stepped down at Alabama, the greatest college coach of all time. Uh, seven championships, six of them at Bama. Uh, really resurrected them. You know, they were a powerhouse with Bear Bryant, went through some tough times, and then Saban went there and, and brought them back to glory. And now, Rob, in short order, they've hired their head coach. is Washington's Caleb DeBoer, who has been great at Washington, only been there two years, got them to the national championship game this year. Uh, they lost to Michigan, but that's a heck of a success for him. Uh, and so I want now the interesting thing, Rob, is that several other coaches, big name coaches, Dan Landing out of Oregon and uh, Steve Sarkeesian, uh, from, Sarkeesian from Texas, uh, Kirby smart at Georgia. Uh, the feeling was that they weren't interested or they indeed weren't interested. And it uh, seems they like they thought... They wanted a pay thought, raise is what they wanted. Yeah, and some of them, Norvell, you know, of course, got his... Um, he got his pay raise um, with, Flor- with uh, Florida State. And so, Mike Norvell, they, they were interested in him, but Florida State paid him to stay. There's a feeling, Rob, that these guys thought, look... With NIL, we can, you know, spend the money and get the recruits. I've got as much backing or close to as much as Alabama. Uh, And I'm here where, yes, we're trying to win and we can win it all. But the pressure is not on me to win it all because I'm following the great Nick Saban. And so those guys weren't interested or turned it down. And now you've got uh, Kalen DeBoer taking it. I get from Washington, Rob, to me, he had to take this job. And I think it's a good job, obviously. You you are following the legend. You have to be successful. But this is a guy that's relatively young that has been wildly successful in his career so far. And Washington, Rob, was never – they don't have the resources even, you know, or the, the recruiting strength, I don't think, of even a Florida State or a Texas, certainly not a Georgia or teams like that. So I think for him it was a good move. For those other guys, maybe smart. They didn't want that heat. He's young. He wants the heat. Um, and so I think it was a good move for him, but I kind of understand where those guys are coming from. Yeah, and, and it could wind up, Chris, that he could be intense too if it doesn't work out. Like oh, yeah. Alabama, because of the, the standards that Nick Saban has set, you know, you're replacing a legend. And I'm just saying, if you get off to a clunky start or things don't work out, it could hurt you. But I agree, you can't be afraid like that. you got to be willing to take a job in a situation like that that's offered where you do have a lot of 
resources and is set up where you could have success. And if you do that yep. at Alabama, you know, that's better than anything, you, become anything you could do at Washington. Right. I'm just it, it just is if you have success. No doubt. No doubt. But but, he, but there's a but there's a burnt part. You know what I mean, Chris? Cuz cuz it could go it could go left or sideways. Yep. Yep. DeBoer, Rob, the two years before he got there, they won three games in 2020 and four games in 2021. He gets there and they immediately go 11 and 2. And then the year later, 14 and 1 in the national championship game. So he's a good coach, um, very good offensive coach. And um, we'll see what he does at Alabama, but good for him. I, I do think, like you said, it's a move that had to be made for him. And I also think another part of this story, Rob, is a lot of people might say, man, why'd they do it so quickly? I mean, it was just a few days ago that Saban re- resigned and retired. But in today's world of NIL and, you know, the recruiting, I don't think you can waste time with too long of a coaching search. You'll 100%. be way behind. No, no, you and you gotta, Chris. When you have a coach that age and whatnot, you better have a short list in your in your drawer. You know what I mean? As an Good AD, point. true. You gotta have that. It's like, like I, I'll tell you a perfect example. It's probably uh, when uh, when New England. Rush, when, no, I was gonna say I mean, when that, Rush that Limbaugh, one, Chris. You know, a radio icon was having some health issues. They, right. they you know, and and. And they made it, you know, hired people. You, you, that's not something you you like. You're not thinking about. You know what I mean? You got to have an idea of what you're going to do. God forbid something happens, or you know what I mean. Right. And I think that that's the case. If Nick Saban retires on us tomorrow, what will we do? You have to have a contingency plan. All right, it's the I Couple, Chris and Rob. We've got one hour remaining. That's when we'll do our pigskin pick off. For the playoffs, we'll talk to Lamar Mitchell and, of course, you. Keep it locked. Odd couple. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.